You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A C L. And with that, we are back. It's the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. We're making our way through the North, halfway through NFC North today. Wags, it's the Chicago Bears. We'll talk about their quarterback situation, their coaching situation, and their defensive situation. And uh, talk about their season one sort a little bit. So before we get to that, acl-sports.com, therealmrcl.com. It all takes you to the same place. We're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at therealmrcl, and at Wags. Hit us up on there. Any questions, let us know. Wags, here are the numbers, man. The Chicago Bears, 8-8 eight and eight last year. They actually made the playoffs, and they went into New Orleans and scored nine points. So second place in the North. Season one total this year, 7.5, minus 110 flat both sides if you want to go over or under that number. Odds to win the division, plus 550. Odds to win the conference and go to the Super Bowl, 35-1. to 1. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 65-1. to 1. Odds to make the playoffs, they are a substantial dog at plus 225. I mean, the obvious thing that's going on here is they draft Justin Fields. It looks like they're going to go with Dalton for the first three games, which I understand and I actually agree with, even if they know Fields is their guy and Dalton isn't ready. First week of uh, first game of the year, Wags, at the LA Rams. Why on earth <laughs> would you put you know, Justin Fields there to go against um, Aaron Donald there, primetime game at the Rams, put Dalton in, let him get crushed, whatever, and then they play Cincinnati – Week two at Cleveland, not necessarily thinking Fields would want to go up against them there. But maybe week four, I'm looking at they have a home game against Detroit. That's probably the spot there if they're, you know, one and two, oh and three kind of kind of thing. Maybe throw them in there and then you could say Dalton had his chance, whatever. Your thoughts on the Bears you're headed in. It's like you were looking at my cheat sheet over here. Look. <laughs> Andy Dalton's the man, right? For the first few weeks. Um, that's what I have. Um, that said, my best guess as well is that he will be coming. Justin Fields, that is, week four against the Lions. Okay, that that's where I have him coming out. Maybe the second half of the Browns game, if that gets nasty and ugly, and, and just to get him a few reps before his full start against the Lions. So this is how kind of my head has it playing out if I'm the Bears coaching staff and the Bears uh, management and things like that. Because you don't want Fields going against the Rams, as you said. You get Aaron Donald, who will destroy this awful Bears offensive line. Um, then, then you get the Bengals at home, okay? You know, you just, you know, it's a possible win there. Let's see what Dalton can do. Um, then you got to go to Cleveland. It's going to be tough. That's a tough game. That's going to be a loss. And then, you know, no better place to be than at home against the Lions to get your first start. Um, Can't be any better. Maybe the Texans, but, you know, the Lions yeah, are in close second, right? I mean, right now, I think, yeah, they're about <laughs> even, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, look, we'll talk about the Lions later this week, but the the Lions are, are just – they have no talent and they have a terrible coaching staff. So, I, you know, we'll get into that uh, more. But talking about the, the Bears, um, you know, is it possible that Dalton – you know, it plays really well these first three games. You know, after seeing last year, probably not. But if he does, you know, succeed, 
what is the management and the coaching, you know, do they already have it set in stone that Fields is coming in at a certain time? Or is Dalton going to, you know, if he impresses and, and you know, starts off somehow two and one, does he go and get the start for the Lions against the Lions? Maybe they're three and one. And then against the Raiders could could be four and one. I mean, um, you know, personally, I probably pull no matter what. I probably have Fields starting game three no matter or game four no matter what. Fields can get the Lions um, and then the Raiders, two not-so-good defenses, even though the second game's on the road, um, just to get some confidence going, you know, for the, you know, hopefully. Um, but everything goes back to me. I truly believe that we're going to see fields early because this offensive line's not good enough and Dalton can't escape the pressure. And, you know, we saw some issues with the Cowboys last year when their offensive line got hurt and Dalton got destroyed. Um you know, I think it's going to be much of the same early for the Bears. Their, um, you know, their offensive line is a bottom five in the league, um, and and they don't really have much of a running game as it is. You know, they have Montgomery back there, who, um, you know, we saw some pops late last year, what he can do, but I just don't think they're strong enough uh, out the gate to 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 establish a run, and you know, they're going to need someone like Fields to come in. Um, to be able to break, you know, the pocket and, and do what he can do. And, um, you know, he's much quicker than obviously somebody like Dalton. Um, and defensively, now the Bears, you know, they're not going to have the same historical you know, or historic Bears defense that they've had for the last few years and, you know, over the last however long um, where it's always been like defense first. You know, I think their front seven's great. I think they have the best linebackers in the league. So don't get me wrong. Khalil Mack. Danny Trevathan, Roquan Smith. I mean, he's one, Roquan Smith is one of my favorite players. Uh, he, he's just – they're all very good. But I think their big issue comes on the back end. Um, Jalen Johnson started the year pretty good last year and then ended really to really not, not good at all. Um, you know, to Sean Gibson and, and Kendall Vildor. And, you know, th- they just don't have a secondary really. Um, you know, and, and I think that's going to be their Achilles heel on defense. So, you know – the Bears, also a very tough schedule. This entire division, um, it's it's not going to be as um, as strong of a year for the Bears. I don't think they're going to be making the playoffs this year. Personally, um, they were eight and eight last year. They get an extra game, and their total drops to seven and a half. Obviously, yep. um, you know, new quarterback and new situation. I'm not so bullish on the Bears. I think. Um, you know, this is going to be a good season for them in the f- sense that, like, Fields will get a lot of experience and and will get, um, you know, the, I think they'll be competitive. I think they're a competitive team. Don't get me wrong. I just think with that schedule um, and with a new quarterback and, um, you know, it's just not going to, you know, turn out positively when it comes to the record. I think it's going to be a great leap year, learning year for Fields and the team. Um, I think they need to get more offensive linemen in, you know, moving on next year. Uh, and this this team and maybe a few guys in the secondary, this team will be on track to, you know, it's almost like a rebuild year for the Bears in a sense, um, but they're going to be decent. I think we, sli- not not fully, but we we might slightly disagree about the Bears a little bit. I, I, I just don't love what I'm seeing coming out of training camp. I don't love the whole quarterback situation. They lost cornerback Kyle Fuller. He started all 16 games last year for them. Lockdown cornerback, and and I think 
that's massive. You know, people are talking about it here and there, but not as much as they should. Um, they also lost two tackles, Charles Leno, Bobby Massey, who started for them as well. And of course, Wags, the number one loss on the team, the quarterback position, Maserati Mitch. So when you lose a guy like that, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> look, 28-22 and 22 for Nagy in his three years there, 0-2 in the postseason. Now, you could blame a lot of that a lot of that on Trubisky. They did only score nine points in that Saints game, and it was really only three. They got lucky on the last touch on there. Um, but, I mean, look, you, you talked about it. The defense has to improve. They had 50 sacks in 2018. They only had 32 and 35 sacks the last two years with 10 interceptions. So that's unacceptable. Uh, now, look, they did lose Tariq Cohen last year, week three. I think he had an ACL tear here. So he's going to be back. That should help them improve as well. But the schedule is so hard this year. Third, Tied for third uh, in terms of most difficult strength of schedule. They were minus four in turnovers last year, so that should improve a little bit. But of all the coaches that are on the hot seat, I think Matt Nagy is right toward the top there. I mean, if you, if you have a market for first coach to get fired, he's probably worth a look. If they start off slow, 0-3, 0-4, he's going to be forced to go to fields. That might not work out great, especially in the beginning. I could see this team getting off to a very, very, very slow start. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. one, one, one thing to note, though, I mean, I, I Tariq Cohen uh, actually he was just put on the uh, physically unable to perform. Listen. You're right. He, he misses six weeks. But six. they do have uh, Damian Williams from Kansas City that they got, who I think will fill nicely um, in for uh, Tariq Cohen. Um, you know, he's got similar things and um, – yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I guess he, he I, I guess maybe not. I, mean, I guess Dam- Damian Williams is, is more of a, a power back. I was thinking of um, someone else, obviously, on Kansas City. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, Tariq Cohen's out. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle for the Bears, especially offensively with their offensive line. And, and defense is just, you know, I think their front seven's solid personally um where their back end is going to be uh you know i think that's where we kind of differ just because they they their sack totals have uh, dropped off in the last couple years and you know maybe you're not so bullish on their front seven i will say this they better win for their sake both of those home games against cincinnati and detroit week Mm -hmm. two and four because conceivably the other games that they start out with in the first half of the season rams browns at Vegas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, at Pittsburgh Monday Night Football. Yep. I mean, we're talking 0-6 potentially there. If they were to drop one against Detroit and Tennessee, they'll be favored in both. But, you know, you're talking a very, very slow start there. And then they have oh, the then they get the, yeah, well, then they Yeah, after the bye week, then they get the, the Ravens. Ravens. Right. So. so, you know, take a look at Matt Nagy. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but just take a look at Matt Nagy for uh, first coach to get fired. He is certainly on the hot seat. Um there certainly based on some of the decisions that they've made so that is the bears guys we have one team left in the division the detroit lions wow we have a lot to say about them <laughs> um yeah that's the bears guys I, I i think it's fair to say me and wags are mostly on the same page about them he's probably a little more bullish on them than i am but um i just think there's a lot of discombobulation that's going on in that locker room right now so we'll see all right for wags i'm acl one team left in the division guys as as i mentioned the lions we will talk to you tomorrow with detroit